Today on the Locked On Blues podcast, the St. Louis Blues are on a five-game point streak going 4-0-1 in their last five. They take on the LA Kings tonight, playing some of their best hockey of the season. It looks like this rebuild might be a little bit shorter than a lot of people were thinking, talking about all of that and more on a special weekend edition of the Locked On Blues podcast. Your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Locked On Blues Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network and your number one source for blues content. I'm your host, as always, Josh Hyman. If you don't know me, this is your first time tuning into the show. Welcome. I've been covering the St. Louis Blues for about five or so years, whether it be writing articles, writing tweets, or doing this podcast, which I've been doing for a couple of years as well. Uh, this isn't your first time tuning in. Welcome back. Thanks for making Lockdown Blues part of your daily routine, making me your hashtag first listen. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today. I uh, figured I'd record an episode on the weekend just for the fun of it because the Blues are playing some really, really good hockey as of late, uh, including a 6-3 win in their last game over the Anaheim Ducks. They play the LA Kings tonight, late tonight, so I'm going to be previewing that game, uh, as well as just going over some fun stats uh, about the Blues' last handful of games, because uh, they've been really good, and a big part of that uh, is due to players that weren't even on the roster before the trade deadline. So going to jump into all of that, uh, starting with a recap of the Blues' 6-3 victory over the very, very poor Anaheim Ducks, who look like a very bad hockey team. I mean, they are a very bad hockey team, but man, watching them play is, you feel bad for John Gibson. Um, you know, one of the best goalies in the world is uh, held back by maybe the worst roster in the NHL. So um, Anaheim opened up the scoring. Uh, Torterra gets his 21st of the year, but new addition Jakob Verana gets his seventh of the year, and I believe his sixth as a member of the St. Louis Blues. Um to tie the game up. A lot of goals early here. Uh, as just four minutes in, it was 2-1 Anaheim. Nestorenko gets his first goal of the year. But then another new addition for the Blues, Sammy Blay gets his eighth of the year and eighth in his 21 games as a member of the St. Louis Blues this season, which ties his career high of eight, obviously. And it only took him, you know, one one fourth of a regular season amount of games to get there. Uh, Braden Shen, opened up the lead for the St. Louis Blues with his 20th of the year late in the first period, and the Blues didn't look back from there. Braden Shen got himself his second goal of the game just a minute into the second period, and then Kasperi Kapanen, another new guy, gets his 12th of the year and his 5th as a member of the St. Louis Blues to expand the lead even more, and then just 15 seconds into the third period, Kasperi Kapanen, once again, gets himself a goal, his second of the game, and his sixth as a member of the St. Louis Blues, 13th of the year. And that was pretty much all she wrote. The Ducks scored pretty late on a weird, fluky bounce. Um, but other than that, I think it was a really, really strong game all around. Uh, Jordan Bennington, I'm really glad he got in a good performance. You know, uh, first game back, I believe, following his suspension. And, you know, due to the recent play, Good play of Joel Hoffer. Of course, there was a goalie controversy. People were saying that Bennington shouldn't even be starting, that 
Hofer should have started that game, whatever. So I was really happy to see Bennington perform well, uh, just to put those those inevitable criticisms to rest um, and prove that you know it's not just the goalie situation; it's just the team as a whole is playing better, which is definitely the case. I mean, you look at the offense, and it's as good as it has been all season. Um, but the fact that it's specifically led by you know all these new guys, which I'm going to get into you know in the second segment, so we're talking all about the new guys. Um, the fact that it's being led by these new guys is incredibly encouraging. And, you know, the Blues bring in these three young forwards in Blay, Verana, and Kapanen uh, around the trade deadline. And they have done wonders for this Blues team. They have been some of the best players. They have been the incredible depth pieces for the Blues. I mean, like I said, I'm going to be going into the stats here in a little bit. But, you know, not even compared to the guys that they are traded for, just in general, it, it almost feels like the Blues bought at the deadline without even meaning to um, bringing in those guys. So that's been really encouraging to see. You know, they fit in incredibly seamlessly, um, which is great. And the defense as a whole has been playing better as well. Uh, once again, I'm going to give a shout out to Colton Pareko. He had another really solid game against the Anaheim Ducks, got himself three assists and was a plus two in their victory. So he continues to be very, 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 very good lately. Um, and it's a big part of why the Blues have their five-game point streak. Now, if you're rooting for a tank, if you're rooting for the Blues to improve their draft pick, you can say that this is the, the worst time that they could be going on a run like this. You know, they're very much out of the playoff spot. Um, it would take an absolute miracle for them to make the playoffs at this rate. It's not going to happen. <clears throat> and, you know, they have moved themselves from the ninth pick to the tenth pick due to this recent string of wins. But at the end of the day... Um, I do think this team was underachieving all season and the version of the Blues that we've seen over these last five games is much more on par with what we should have been seeing all season. Um, and it is encouraging, you know, heading into next season, the Blues have a lot of opportunity to use their draft picks to either draft some guys that are, you know, going to impact the team. I, I definitely think they're going to hold on to their pick considering it's probably going to be around number 10. Um, but then they have two other first round picks that'll probably be in the the mid to late twenties to potentially trade for an upgrade, uh, and they could rework the defense. There's a lot of opportunity for the Blues this offseason, and the recent play has been so encouraging in the sense that, you know, it does feel like this is going to be a fairly short rebuild because of that. Uh, that being said, in this upcoming second segment, I want to talk about the new guys, talk about what they've done with the Blues, go into some of their numbers, and then also talk about what about the guys they sent off? What have they been up to? So we're going to review some of the trades the Blues have made. But first, I want to tell you guys about Indeed. No matter how the last game went, anytime you take the field or the court or the ice, you've got a shot at greatness. Give your team the best shot at winning by recruiting more MVPs with Indeed. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't even have to pay. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find candidates with the right skills, you need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Indeed partners you with you on every step of the hiring process. Find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match assessments and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you'll get a short list of quality candidates. Plus, you only pay for quality applications that meet your requirements. So start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash locked on. This offer is only valid through March 31st, so you only got a couple of days to check it out. Indeed.com slash locked on to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Indeed.com slash locked on. 
Terms and conditions do apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. I'll be right back with the second half of today's episode. All right. So in the weeks heading up to the trade deadline and the trade deadline itself, the Blues made a lot of moves, getting rid of Vladimir Hersenko, Ryan O'Reilly, Nico Mikula, Ivan Barbashev, and I'm definitely forgetting some someone obvious as I list off the names quickly. Nolachari as well. Um, I might have said him. I don't know. They, they got rid of a lot of guys. They brought in a couple guys that, you know, you weren't really feeling a whole lot of excitement about. Um, Sammy Blay, you know, familiar face, hadn't scored a single goal in his time with the New York Rangers. They also brought in Jakob Ferrana for a seventh-round pick, a guy who had been in and out of the NHL lately for one reason or another, whether it be injuries or his time in the uh, NHL PA assistance program. Uh, and then they claimed Kasperi Kapanen off of waivers, a guy that showed a lot of promise earlier in his career, hadn't quite lived up to it. That was obviously all a few weeks ago, a few months ago, even with the Tarasenko stuff. Um, and looking back, I gave the Blues a pretty solid grade uh, for their deadline moves simply due to the draft capital they picked up. But now I think it's deserving to up up that trade deadline grade even higher because the players that they brought in are just as valuable for them as those draft picks. Um, starting off with a guy that wasn't uh, part of those moves, but a guy that was brought up due to Jordan Bennington's suspension. I do want to give a big shout out to Joel Hofer. He has started four games this season with the St. Louis Blues with a 3-0-1 record, a 9.45 save percentage, 1.74 goals against average, and a plus 4.07 goals saved above expected, which is a kind of a fancy stat, but basically all that means is there were four times or not four times. There were a t- tangible four goals that the average goalie would have allowed that Hofer didn't, you know, whether it be difficult saves or, you know, rebounds, whatever. He's pretty darn good. It, 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 four, four goals above expected throughout four games um, is, is very, very impressive. Uh, and then, you know, you look at some of the other guys, which I want to get into. Specifically, Vladimir Tarasenko, who was traded for Sammy Blay. Now, this isn't to be you know, dogging on Tarasenko. I think he's a great player, and I believe he has outscored Blay when it comes to points. However, Vladimir Tarasenko has only five goals in his time with the New York Rangers compared to Sammy Blay's eight goals with the St. Louis Blues. Now, obviously, that's a little bit taken out of context, and if you looked at the, the assist numbers, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I think that just goes to show that a person that was kind of, not a throwaway in the Tarasenko trade, but a guy that definitely, you know, not a lot of people were talking about in terms of the return. It was obviously all the focus was on the first round pick and such. And all of a sudden, Sammy Blake comes in and says, you know what? I can produce just as well as Vladimir Tarasenko, um, believe it or not. Now, like I said, the assist numbers aren't quite there. And he's not, you know, not playing the same situations as Vladimir Tarasenko. He's not having as hard of a time scoring the goals because he's not facing the opposition's best defense, et cetera, et cetera. But I mean, I, I don't think anyone, myself included, expected Sammy Blay to match his career high goal total in the span of 21 games with the St. Louis Blues. And it's crazy because he didn't score a single goal uh, with the New York Rangers. And then all of a sudden he gets one and it's just the floodgates open. He's scoring at a pretty much a 30 goal pace um, for a full regular season. Now, do I think Sammy Blay is going to be a 30 goal scorer next year? Probably not, but you never know. I mean, he's still young enough where he could make that leap and I mean, I wouldn't be shocked. And he's shown that, you know, he 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 isn't just scoring lucky goals. He's scoring them in a couple of different ways, whether it be, you know, one-timers even a little bit. Not quite one-timers, but, you know, catch and shoot almost is a, is a good way to call it. You know, he, he he's really good off the pass. Um, 
and he's he's just been a really good all-around player for the Blues and a guy that I definitely was sleeping on when the initial trade was uh, was made by the Blues. Looking at his point totals this season, he has played 21 games. He has eight goals and five assists for 13 points, which I believe is about on pace for a 50-60 point regular season, um, including about 30 goals, which is incredibly impressive. Moving on to another guy that I'm really excited about is Kasperi Kapanen. He has shown that he has a ton, a ton of speed and skill, scoring six goals and three assists for nine points in 13 games with the St. Louis Blues. Joining him with that six-goal mark is Jakub Verana, who has six goals and two assists in just 10 games with the Blues. So he's scoring six goals in 10 games. Let's see if I can do some quick math. That is almost 40-goal pace, about 35-goal pace uh, for Verana. I mean, I didn't see this coming. I, I didn't see this coming at all. I thought the Blues were going to bottom out and lose a ton of games and not get a ton of offensive production at all. And I have been absolutely proved wrong, and I could not be happier about it. Yes, it stinks that the Blues are losing their chance at a great draft pick. You know, if, if they lost out, they could have ended up as good as like the fifth pick. But screw it, you know, <laughs> this is fun. This is the most fun I've had watching Blues hockey all season. They've got guys that actually seem like they give a crap out there. They've got... You know, a cool chip chip on their shoulder, underdog esque story with guys like you know Verana and Kapanen who were basically given up on. Verana was traded for a seventh round pick. Kapanen was on waivers. Then they come in and they produce you know instant offense for the Blues. You got a guy Sammy Blay who hadn't scored a regular season or hasn't scored a, a single goal and you know over a full regular season and also dealt with I think a he tears ACL last year or something. I, I remember he got he got banged up pretty bad with the Rangers uh, pretty early on. So he had a lot to prove. Comes in immediately, you know, not immediately, but over the course of 21 games, ties his career high in goals for a full regular season. It has been, the storylines have been great. The hope for storyline has been great. Bennington has been playing well. Pareko's back. It is a good time to be a Blues fan. That being said, they do play tonight in five hours against the LA Kings. Um, so in this upcoming third and final second, I'm going to tell you guys about that. But before I do, I want to tell you guys about a newer sponsor, and that is FanDuel Sportsbook. Now, the NCAA basketball tournament is heating up. There are no number one seeds left. So if you were betting on underdogs, you probably have made yourself some money, but it's not too late if you've missed a boat there because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when they join FanDuel America's number one sports book. That is bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line, point scorers, even threes drained. Plus, if you want to combine your bets, you're feeling, you're feeling extra spicy, you can combine them for a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss out on the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That is FanDuel com slash locked on to learn more. You can make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And I'll be right back to wrap up today's episode. <laughs> All right. The St. Louis Blues take on the Los Angeles Kings in Los Angeles. Late one tonight, 930 Central, 10, <clears throat> excuse me, 1030 Eastern. It is a second leg of a back-to-back, -back, but still, the Blues have been on fire lately. 
including guys like Colton Pareko playing his best hockey of the season, Sammy Blay playing his best hockey in a very long time, and the rest of the forward core playing really well as well. One thing I haven't talked about up until this point is Pavel Buchnevich at center and how seamless that transition has been. Now, he's obviously not the perfect center, you know, just in terms of his play style, but the fact that he was kind of asked to play this position that he had never really played in the NHL, uh, and it's just kind of gone off without a hitch is amazing. Um, I'm trying to find out who's in net for the Blues tonight. Uh, I might have missed that, but yeah, the Blues have have struggled against the Kings this season. They lost 5-1 uh, on Halloween, and then they lost 4-2 right after the trade deadline. And they are 4-3-2 overall in their last nine games against the Kings. So the team has given the Blues some trouble lately uh, over the years and over the season. Um, however, you know, with the Blues playing as well as they have been lately, I wouldn't be surprised to see them give the Kings a tough time. The Kings have had a really good season. They are 42-20-10, and 10, uh, which is cool to see, you know, uh, them get back into a playoff form. But, you know, overall, uh, I think it's, it's, it's a matchup the Blues are probably expected to lose, just in the sense that they are on the second night of a back-to-back, and they're an objectively worse team than the Kings. Um, but with the way that they've been playing lately, you know, that five game point streak and the fact that everyone's, you know, doubting them, I wouldn't be surprised to see the blues come in and make some noise. If the Kings sort of look at this as maybe a, a trap game, you know, the, the Kings look at the blues and say, you know what? These guys are coming off of a back to back. They kind of stink. You know, I'm not too worried about them. They're starting goalie and Bennington played last night. Um, according to this, it says Thomas Grice is the expected starter, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Hofer get the start. Um, See if I can find that while I while I continue to talk about this game. But yeah, I mean, the Kings are, are, are a good young team. You know, an example of where I hope the Blues can be um, in their rebuild, just in, you know, whether it be next year or a few years from now, I think the Kings are a good model for that. A team that was, that had a, an aging core and, and did the best they could to make sure it didn't, you know, saddle or, you know, hold them down too much. And it didn't. Um, as they're kind of back to contention. Uh, Phoenix Copley gets the start for the LA Kings, and Joel Hofer is suspected but unconfirmed. So now I've seen Hofer in one source and um, Grice in another. So who knows what what the combinations will actually be. Hopefully Robert Thomas is okay. He was a late scratch um, last night, and we don't really know why. But if he is, he will be up on the first line with Jake Neighbors and Jordan Cairo. Jake Neighbors, a guy who has been given a shot um, in that top six to show his potential there. And he has so far, I think, lived up to the task. He obviously has a little bit to prove. He's a little bit of a step slow, you know, uh, being up there against the better defenses and stuff. But I think he's held his own. He got himself a goal um, recently playing in that top six. Uh, but Buchnevich at center in that second line, along with Blay and Kapanen, I've loved what I've seen out of that line so far. Blay and Kapanen just add such an interesting dynamic to the top six. And you got Braden Shen, centering Brandon Saad and Jakob Verana. Uh, again, can't complain there. Fourth line is where things get a little bit a little bit shaky. Nathan Walker, Tyler Pitlick, Pitlick, and Alexi Torpchenko. It is what it is. Blues depth obviously got demolished at the trade deadline, and that fourth line is ugly, but something that I think they'll be able to clean up in the offseason. Defensive pairings, you got Letty and Pareko, who has been an outstanding pairing lately. Marco Scandella and Justin Falk is what it is. Falk has been okay lately, but still an underwhelming season from him as a whole. And then Tori Krug and Robert Bertuzzo. Bertuzzo has actually had a pretty strong stretch of games lately. Got himself a goal and a couple assists as well. So I'm looking forward to this game. My expectations aren't super high. I would anticipate 
a loss for the Blues just based on the way that things have gone lately. It, it seems like they're due to fall back down to earth, but who knows? Maybe I'll be sitting here tomorrow being proved wrong, egg on my face, and you can laugh at me and tell me I'm dumb. So that being said, that is all the time I have for you guys today. Thank you all so much for tuning in and listening or watching. Uh, if you want to watch or listen, the show is free and available on all podcast platforms as well as YouTube, just past 600 subscribers there. So next up, big milestone is 1,000, which would be crazy. A uh, little ways away, but still, if you haven't checked the show out there, definitely recommend it. Um, you can see my beautiful face when I talk about this team. Um, you can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok at Lockdown Blues. You can follow me on Twitter at Josh Hammond NHL. Thank you all so much for listening. And as always, let's go Blues.